Listen, there's a reason the ultra-wealthy have been investing in fine wine for centuries. Historically stable returns and a lack of volatility make it stand out compared to traditional assets, especially during a downturn. But now you can invest alongside with them with Vint. Vint is an SEC-qualified investment platform that offers shares of the most sought-after wines in the world. So join the thousands of investors diversifying with fine wine and spirits. Learn more at VINT.co. For full investment disclosure information and more, visit VINT.co. This is the Darren Green Show. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Of all as well, I'm your host, Darren Green. And I'm Prince Derek Dahl. And this is the Darren Green Show coming to you loud, live, and in color for another stellar episode. This is episode 65. Be sure to hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Follow us on uh, Spotify and add me anywhere else you listen to podcasts. And for my Apple Podcast listeners, please give us a rate and review if you can. And as always, follow us or follow me at TDJS Official on Twitter and Instagram. The information is in the description. Um, hmm. I'd like to make this announcement because you know we made chart history. The show has hopped back on the charts on the entertainment um, news charts at 58 hey. on Apple Podcasts. Um, that is the lowest we've ever been, which that's kind of you know we're usually in the hundreds. So the fact that we were like 58, you know, that, means, the, that means this is the highest on the chart. That we right, ever. the highest on the chart. My bad. I, I don't, yes, I'm learning yes. how charts are. <laughs> right. Yeah. The lower the number, the higher you are, and that is really good. Yeah. So this is this is a peak for us. This is a peak. Yeah. I'm hopefully very we'll, good. You know, we'll, we'll hopefully in the future we'll 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 gain higher. Um, but I'm just proud of that. Like this is in this is also the United States charts too. So this is no this is no other country. So that that's that's definitely something that I want. Um. You know, I love my international listeners, but you know, my American mm-hmm. listeners—they really know. I want—I really want to get them. Well, very um, good. Well, hope if you guys are listening to the show, please, please, please make sure that you share it with someone else. You know, share the links and uh, engage with us, and um, we'll only go higher, higher, and higher. So, right, right, right. I'm very, 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 very proud of that. I know, right. I know. I'm so happy. I, I feel like this is my baby. Um, it is. She's growing up so big. Growing up so big, and we're doing so much more, honey. Now let's get into the weekend report. What you been doing? <laughs> oh my god! Well, I mean, during the quarantine, what is there really to do? Uh, day drink and um, okay, day drink <laughs> and cook. No, I really just really trying to focus on getting my life back together after all of this, like planning some things and um, you know, I was I had just started working on a production in New York. Oh, so I, yeah, and Wait, for what? I can't tell you. Oh lord. Um, but like I, I was on like our our third day, and like and then this shit happened, and yeah. So they shut production down. So now I'm like, okay, well, I got to figure out how to make bank in. Right, 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 right. I'm selling masks and stuff now. Like I look, my Rona mask. Right, I've been right. I've been enjoying myself really. I'm just trying to stay focused and stay connected to my friends and things. What about you? I just been brainstorming a lot. Like you know, yeah, I've been doing classes and stuff like that. But I've also been thinking of like elevating like you know um this this uh particular show and brand that i've been working on i've also been thinking about starting a blog that's something that i would never think about doing because um i don't know i'm not really much of a writer but like i think that this is this is good for me and then i've seen so much you know far as ad revenue when it comes to um blogs and stuff like that I'm not saying this because of the money but it's also just an extension to tdgs um I mean, this could help me with topics. You know, I won't have to worry about writing up notes because it's already done throughout the week. You get what I'm saying? Right. Um, 
So I'm looking into like different sites like WordPress. Uh, a lot of people said WordPress is the best for like blogs. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I've just been thinking this being here, like quarantining and stuff like that. It just caused me to just sit back and like think because I felt like I was just doing too much. You get what I'm saying? Like I was doing so much and mm-hmm. I'm like now I'm taking up. I'm forced to take a pause and like, OK, hold on. Let me figure this out. Let me do this. Let me do that. Um, it's also a bad thing, too, because you get I have a lot of downtime and being that like I work in my room and stuff like that essentially now. So it's like my bed's looking real nice. I feel like laying down right. for a couple of hours and it turns into the whole day. Exactly. Um, Trying to figure out how to how to how to not be distracted by your bed is yeah. a very important thing during this. During all of this. During all this. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I've been working on. And just trying to find ways to to continue this podcast because I because at first I was gonna like I didn't wasn't I didn't even take this but I was gonna go on a whole hiatus you get what I'm saying throughout um until like fall because oh. yeah because I felt like uh, I don't know if, if if um the remote podcasting was gonna work and I don't know if um and being that I'm not working too um. I don't have the funds to keep the podcast online. You get what I'm saying? That's a, that's $15 a month. Then I have to pay Adobe like 20 something a month. So it was like, I can't do it. So I was telling my mom then she was like, Oh no, I got you. Cause this, this is something, this is, this is something that this is your brand. And I want to make sure. Yeah. So I'm like, Oh my God, this is the first time my mom is actually taking this serious. So I'm like, Oh my God. So I have to, I have to do it. <laughs> right. So, um, well, you know, we'll make sure that we can, I mean, between the two of us, I'm yeah. sure we can come up with $15 a month. Yeah, to keep the show online, you know. Right, and do and you and all of you darlings out there that are listening, you know, you can definitely hit up our little our cash app, Twitch, or PayPal, and donate yes. to the show. Yes, you can. It is in the description, honey. Zero uh, money sign TDGS. Absolutely. Period. Um, yeah. Any give us a friendly donation if you can, you know. Absolutely, we appreciate it. Because we have some really good stuff coming up down the pipeline. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I also thought about, like, getting a Patreon, too, because Patreon gives y'all, gives us options to, like, you know, potentially give, like, our listeners, like, gifts and stuff like that mm-hmm. um, for subscriptions and stuff. Yeah. That's dope. All those, all that thinking, all that thinking. I've been, you know, really. That's, see, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think I just posted, um, posted on my on my Instagram story about, like, if you're in this quarantine and you don't come out with, like, a new skill or a side hustle right. that you started or at least more knowledge about something like it's not that you didn't have the time you just you lack discipline like mm-hmm. we got all the time in the world to like do new things and to chart a new course like right take advantage of it you know one of my friends was like that's bullshit because people are dying and focusing on you know trying to keep myself well yeah but they're 24 hours in a day mm-hmm. and most of the people i know if y'all got time to drink for four hours a day you have time to invest in your future you got time to sleep all day so. child you got time yeah definitely. exactly Exactly. Uh, I've been trying to do more instead because at first, like the first week, it was just moping around. I'm not gonna hold you, but after that, I'm like, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna freaking die of boredom. I need to do something. I clean my room. <laughs> I started yeah. reading. Um, definitely working on assignments that were due. It, it, you know, I think that we just have to, we have to really um, take advantage of this time. Yeah, and make the best of it. You know. Yeah, and also just adjust to the new times too, because you know people are used the to the new around. normal. The new normal, you know, this is this is going to be this way until we don't know, because you know this administration child. Speaking of that, <laughs> let's get into it. So, like the cases have, uh, I guess now from my understanding, 
Um, we have the most cases worldwide with over 240 plus confirmed. Now that's not an exact number. That's probably it's probably a lot more if you look on Google right now, but that's pretty much how many people how much people have it in this country. And Trump signs a 2.2 trillion dollar stimulus packet package um, passed by Congress, and is set to you know relieve the uh, American citizens you know because of you know a lot of us aren't working and a lot of us aren't making money but there is loopholes in this in this uh, package that I've learned um first of all if you made under 75k from the 2018 2019 tax return if you made under that you're eligible for getting the stimulus check of like yes, uh, uh, like, uh, $1200 yeah yeah um so it, it goes by your last taxes so whatever you did like you know your your um if your address was the same as that, it's all good. Cause there was also some loopholes with that. Cause they'll send it to the address that, that you filed for last year. So that's also, you know, you have to make sure your address is correct too. Um, also for couples that, that make a combined like of 150 K a year, they will also get like, I think a $2,400. So if you're a couple, if you're like married to someone and you made um, under 150 K, in a year, you're eligible for the $2,400 um, stimulus check. And if you have children, you'll have an additional 500 to each child. So that is good. That is good. But there are certain stipulations that, you know, in some cases that you won't get the check. If you owe child support, you will not get this check. If you are a college student or if you are a younger person between the ages from 18 to, I think, 23, and you are a dependent of your uh, parents, you won't get the check or the 500 because you're considered mm. like, yeah, because it's like the middle zone. Like it's like, you're not a child, but you're not fully an adult and you're still a dependent. I felt like that's frustrating because, you know, I don't know. Uh, I don't know your status. I won't ask your status, but I know my status. I don't qualify for this stimulus check because I'm a dependent of my parents. I don't, you know, they, I file taxes with them. And I think that it kind of pisses me. And I guess the, you know, a lot of people in the college community or people that are dependents, it kind of pissed us off because it's like, oh, we don't work either. Or we don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, like we work the same way. I mean, I remember last semester I had two jobs and was taking classes. So I feel like, you know, if anyone is to, to be given a stimulus check as well, this should be college students or it should be student, um, people that are working that are still dependents of their parents. Uh, how do you feel about that, though? Uh, I feel like <clears throat> it's a Band-Aid. You know, it's something that'll make... Uh, alleviate a little stress, you mm-hmm. know, for like minor bills and make sure that people are still able to put food on their table during this time. Um, you know, I, I encouraging spending yeah. is something that that our government does to kind of keep the markets open. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the black people receiving this money, I know that there are so many different programs throughout different states right now that are allowing or creating ways for us to just not have to pay for certain things. Like right, right. now, like I tell you, like save your money. Start investing in yourself so that mm-hmm. when this is over, you will have a way to generate revenue um, without having to clock into somebody else's job every day. Because you, this, this, I was talking to somebody last night about the whole essential versus non-essential moniker, and like when you say I'm like, oh wait, I'm actually a non-essential worker, which means I wasn't really, I'm not necessary. In times of a crisis, like it's not really necessary for me to work. So me working is a luxury to capitalism. Yeah. So let me try to figure out how to turn this table so that it benefits me most yeah right there are people who are got furloughed from their job or they got laid off 
that affects their health insurance, that affects, you know, them being able to keep a roof over their heads. And so um, I think it's going to inspire a lot of people to really like get in and, and hustle and grind and, and, and chart a new course for themselves. At least that's what I'm hoping. Um, as far as the $1,200, I got to make sure I file my taxes so that uh, they can send that right to the right address. <laughs> yeah yeah and also jump inject i got the information from this for this topic from uh the jump inject tax um company they have a youtube page and they break down the entire like they, they'll break down if you qualify or not i will link this in the description so you can see it so it can be a better uh, explanation because there are cer certain loopholes like also we found out that people that are immigrants that pay their taxes or so they're considered a, a citizen, but you know, cause they pay their taxes and stuff like that. They also won't qualify either. So, you know, I, I encourage you to watch the full video and, and figure out if you qualify or not, because you know, I don't want, I don't want the one to be, you know, upset if they don't ever get it. And also be a, definitely be on the up of people trying to call you, trying to ask for your information, because basically, essentially, if you're going to, if you qualify for this check, it's either going to go through your, it's going to go to your direct deposit, or it's going to be sent to you. They're not going to ask for nothing. You know, there's no information that you need to plug in. You don't need to go online and, and, and see if you qualify or anything like that. It will be sent to you via mail or um, your direct deposits, whatever you file for in the, in the 2018, 2019 taxes. Um, but yes, like I said, I encourage you to watch the video for more information. But also, like um, another positive, like another good thing about this bill is it also has a suspension of all federal student loans for payment and interest until October. Nationwide eviction proba probation in the place of any renters or landlords have mortgage, you know, backed or owed to the federal government. And you also get like free Wi-Fi. I think that's uh, the companies, like the cell phone companies, also they did that by choice anyway but you know they enforced it on the um in the bill as well i mean i think this is good this is this is this is the, I, I would say so i just wish that you know most america i wish that some americans that don't qualify could qualify i do wish that i would have had something because you know i know i'm back at home and stuff like that but it is good to just have something in your account just in case you know you get what i'm saying like i, I just like i feel like i didn't prep for this whole situation so it's like I'm not working and, and I'm not getting and and it's just like my account is just like I don't even want to talk about it. You get what I'm saying? Right. <sighs> but yeah. Well. Mm. That's all I can. I and then they said that we're gonna get it in, in August. I'm like, isn't that when everything's supposed to be over? It's well, they extended the um they extended the tax season or if you turn your taxes into what, July fifteenth. So yeah. yeah. Everything's got pushed out. Child, well, that's good because I like this I, whole this whole shit feels weird. I don't even know what time it is anymore. <laughs> what time like, it is? What is the date? <sighs> right, I just go to sleep. I wake up. It's dark. Uh -huh. you know, I eat. I talk. I I go to bed again. It's night. It's daytime. I don't know what's going on. Right it's day here. or night? I don't know. I just know my birthday is Wednesday. That's all I. Oh, know. happy birthday! What did you turn in? I'm turning thirty-three. Oh, okay. Yeah. Happy I'll birthday! What sign is that? Finally. I'm an Aries. Oh, oh, yeah, you are an Aries. Mm. <laughs> yeah, our season got extended to July 20th. I'm grateful for that. Your season? Oh, yeah, mm -hmm. okay. Aries season got, got extended. Well, what you going to do mm -hmm. for your birthday? I know, unfortunately, it's probably... I may have a birthday party at the grocery store. 
You said birthday party at the grocery store. I'm dead. We just come get some of my friends to meet me at shop right. We'll go grocery shopping. We could do like a little and Zoom then, party. You did say you were gonna do that. Yeah, we'll do a Zoom happy hour. Um and just get turned at my house. Um hey. Yeah. I'll do that. But then I'm just gonna go to my room and cry. Oh my <laughs> god. Sad. Be like, oh my god. This is the worst birthday. Well actually no, this is not the worst birthday ever. Um, but We'll figure something out. It'll yeah. be something creative. I don't know. My past if birthday. Not, I have. What? I'm going to celebrate on July 4th. I'm, like, I'm going to celebrate my conception day this year. Okay. So I'll do something for the 4th. Oh, well, all right. All right. Man, you know. My birthday you? Well, your birthday already came. My, yeah, my birthday already came. But usually every time, like, it's the beginning of a fall semester, and I don't really know people like that. So I just, like, literally, like, I go back home and, like, you know, go out to eat with my family and stuff like that. But now, since I know people, child, I don't know what I'm going to do this year. Because <laughs> I definitely, because hopefully by October, all this will be done and we'll be back in school and everything. Because I cannot, I cannot be here. Like, it is too, is, that's another thing. It is too much being back here and train. Like, mm-hmm. yes. And then not only being back, but just being back and having to stay in here 24-7. Like, I don't know. It's just not ideal for me. But we'll just see right. what happens. We'll just, uh, I don't know. When I talked to my family this week, like mm-hmm. they want me to come home. Um, yeah, you did say that. Until all this is over. And I'm just like, I love y'all, but it's just way too many people at the house. And like, more I don't want to. Right? I'm just like, wait a minute. This is not smart. I love y'all, but mm-hmm. um, yeah. This is this is not what's going on. Mm-hmm. It's not what's going to happen. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep, y'all can see me every day if you want to. Mm-hmm. Let's have a little Zoom here. party. Sure will. <laughs> no. Sure will. Mm-mm. But anyway. Well, I just hope this is over soon. Yes, 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 yes. Because I need, I need Oh, make sure you guys pray for my granddad. I just found out yesterday my grandfather's in the hospital. Oh, my goodness. My dad's there, so... Prayers out for that. I lost a, I lost a frat brother last Sunday to COVID. Oh, my goodness. Was here last week. So like people are really dropping out here and yeah. like, this thing is real. Like so. it's real. People are and also there was like also people coming out and saying that it has something to do with five G. Like the you know, the conspiracy there is. Um What have to do with radiation? Yeah, but radiation because they said radiation sickness is like similar to the symptoms of the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Like what virus you know gives you a headache and makes and like has people like pass out and stuff like that? Because that's one of the symptoms. Right, the newer symptoms, and what kind of virus has newer symptoms? Because at first it was fatigue, loss of taste, loss of taste, taste, and yeah, something with your stomach, like Mm -hmm. your stomach. I'm like, when? How did y'all add on? Like, where did that come from? It just seems weird. Well, question everything. That's all I can say. I'm never Mm -hmm. gonna knock anybody's um, thought process because I feel like there's always we base our, our reality is based off of the information that we're presented, and you know. If the only information you have or that it's presented that, hey, this is uh, a virus, it's a flu-type virus that is, that is upgraded or mutated uh, into something that's stronger, um, you know, that's the information provided, that's what we're going to go with because we're not, we're not microbiologists. We don't know. We're not right. looking in uh, through microscopes and, mm. and, and trying to figure out well, how this thing works. This very well could be, be conflated with something else that's going on. It could be a mass distraction. It could be part of one one part of a puzzle. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess we just have to 
We just have to wait it out and and see what happens. I always say that the truth, I always say that the truth, um, the truth always prevails, and what's mm-hmm. done in the dark always comes to light. It's just a matter of who will be able to recognize it. Yeah, because uh, right I think what the, so we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. And I think the problem is a lot of people have their opinions and their little uh, like um, predictions of what's going on, and it causes mass deflection and just like it confuses people. Mm-hmm. Which that's the last thing that I would want to do. So you know, right. I just tell people that um, I was like, trust the CDC at some point. Yeah. I don't know. I've been watching this show called Containment, and I was like, oh wait, well, what if the CDC? Like, no, I don't want to be those people like, God dang, like, what like, if this what is some crazy shit? Uh-huh. I don't put nothing past this administration, though. I don't put nothing past it. Oh, so. yes, of course. This administration, and, and I, when this is over, I'll be getting, I, he needs to get the hell out of office. Like, not even just him, but the entire administration, because the way that they, the way that they handled this whole situation was poorly you know what I said? I said shit. When 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 Wuhan was was dealing with the situation, I'd have been like, they get a travel ban. All the countries get a travel ban. Okay, can't nobody come in? Can't nobody come out? That should have been that energy should have been kept. Because he's always doing travel bans to other countries. Why not? Why why didn't why wasn't this energy here? Didn't end up coming over here. And look at what we what we doing now. We have to wait for like months for this for this country to open. I I, I and I don't get too political and stuff like that. But like this is causing me to be like y'all when elections come on like y'all need to get y'all need to get your asses out there and vote like for real because we cannot deal with another four years of this. Right. Like, I, mm, I don't know, but like, what was that? <laughs> uh, the TikTok fashion stylist challenge. Mm. Yeah. Um. But anyway, let's move on. <laughs> uh, I want to get more into celebrity news because I feel like this is like over. Like the more we talk about this, the more like depressing it gets. Um, recently, Floyd Mayweather's daughter Ayanna Mayweather was arrested for allegedly stabbing the mother of NBA Young Boy's um, baby mother. Now, what had happened was um, official uh, officers had arrived to the scene as they learned that Ayanna and the mother of NBA's uh, ch- um, mother. Uh, Baby mother was in, got into a verbal altercation at some point and got physical. According to the spokesperson, during the fight, Ayana allegedly stabbed the woman with a kitchen knife. The um, victim received several lerations to both arms, which required emergency surgery. Paramedics transported her to the hospital, and she had to get surgery on those arms. And at that point, like the injuries, at this point now, the injuries are not like like life threatening. But they were at some point. So she, Ayana, was uh, charged with a felony of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. And she was booked into the Harris County Jail. Now, what had happened was the, you know, NBA Youngboy's baby mother, LaPatra Jacobs, was at their house. And, you know, mm-hmm. Ayana was trying to get her to get out, like, you know, try to kick her out and stuff like that. And it didn't work. They get into a physical altercation. And I believe that the baby mother, Jacobs, actually um, bested her. And that's when she grabbed the knives and proceeded to stab her. And that's what had initially happened. It was just a mess because, like, we found out about it. And then um, NBA Youngboy was on live because, you know, these, these are young people. They're in their 20s. Ayana was, like, is 19 years old. Like, you know what I'm saying? These are young people. And they're on live talking about the whole situation. 
and it caused NBA Youngboy to beef with Kodak. Now, mind you, Kodak is in jail, but he's over here making Instagram posts saying, oh, he a snitch or whatever, and this, that, and right. third. We got we got NBA Youngboy disrespecting um, Floyd in front of his daughter. Like, she was back in the lot. I was like, what is going on? What, what are y'all doing? So did you hear about this? Yeah, like, I think I skimmed it, like... I skimmed it online. I think I saw uh, somebody posted about it on Twitter, and then I saw a post on Instagram. But after reading what happened, I was like, okay, well, so the baby mama came to their house and, uh, like, attacked her. Mm-hmm. And I guess she got the best of her, so she grabbed a knife. Um, you know, so I guess that's that baby, that's baby, classic baby mama drama. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just really weird when it happens with rich people because she's like, damn, I got all this money. Y'all still doing all this basic ass rich ratchet people? shit. So. Oh, well, well, I guess uh-huh. Mayweather, when the daughter with Mayweather, which, um, but. Well, Mayweather's rich. His, his, I mean, his daughter's, uh, I mean, she's, um, she's tied to his wealth. And then, and a young boy isn't poor anymore. So, <laughs> right. you know. What got me was the whole beef between him and Kodak. Like, it, because I guess Kodak. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Listen, there's a reason the ultra-wealthy have been investing in fine wine for centuries. Historically stable returns and a lack of volatility make it stand out compared to traditional assets, especially during a downturn. But now you can invest alongside with them with Vint. Vint is an SEC-qualified investment platform that offers shares of the most sought-after wines in the world. So join the thousands of investors diversifying with fine wine and spirits. Learn more at VINT.co. For full investment disclosure information and more, visit VINT.co. T.co. was calling him essentially was calling him a snitch because I think like who else called the cops um okay. but I think it was like a disturbance issue like well, the cops his wife's girl got his baby mama got stabbed like he's supposed to call mm-hmm. somebody right 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 so they first of all right. they in jail they got too much going on you can seen the tiktoks from jail I'm not surprised by Kodak commented from jail. Hell, mm-hmm. even Bill Cosby made a, a, a comment from jail when it had to do with um. What, I think what, R. Kelly? No, not R. Kelly. Um, no, during the Harvey Weinstein situation. Yeah, 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 yeah. He made a statement and like, mm. child, child, what are y'all doing <laughs> over here? Over here, you got a lot of freedom going on. Yeah, like I don't know. I guess people are bored. Uh, that's sad. Hope the baby mama recovers. Um, stay away from. The Mayweather's because they're crazy. Right. And my thing is, he was over here, NBA Youngboy was over here disrespecting Floyd. I'm like, boy, this ain't what you want. That's not smart. Right. That's not what you want. Yeah. And I... Anyway, Mm. that's love love and boxing. It's a whole new episode. Love love hip-hop and boxing. Not love hip-hop and boxing. (laughs) Speaking of love and hip-hop, so... Walk this walking and Tammy situation. What's going on there? Okay, so first of all, Waka and Tammy have a show called What the Flocka. And what's it on? I don't even know what it's on. Oh my god, I think it could be on Zeus, or is he? You you about to find out? Mm-hmm. Okay, well you find that out while I while I get this while I get this topic ready. So basically, I don't watch the show, but I definitely it was definitely like um, a conversation 
that was interesting and it was like a part of the show where Waka made a bold statement saying that cheating on his wife Tammy Rivera made him stronger he said in quotes it's fucked up what I said when I say this but hey cheating made her better but it's actually made Tammy like a beast he said basically the whole world was looking at her and I don't think nothing is more embarrassing than that and I kind of raised the question of so, like so, you know yeah, go ahead go ahead no I'm listening so it just raises a question on like, you know, does that make someone stronger or not? I think that the message that he was trying to give, because I think we talked about this before we started recording and we were talking about how, you know, that in some cases that does work, you know, sometimes cheating or a situation like that would make you stronger. But, you know, people are different. And I think that for some, in some cases, like cheating can make someone more insecure about themselves. I think that, or and I think that this whole instance is going to make like the average person be like, oh, okay, well, I guess, you know, cheating on my person is going to make them stronger. So let me do it. So I just think that the message behind that just was like very toxic. And even Tammy was, has shut it down when he said that I was like, uh-uh, it made me, what it made me do was crazy. You get what I'm saying? Like it made me crazy. I, I don't mm. think that she was already, a, I feel like she was already a strong person to be honest. This was just like the icing on the cake, but I don't know. I don't think cheating. I, I think him saying that was just. Uh, I don't personally like. You know, cheating is the is the is the something that. Hold on, think. Cheating is like this this answer for everything. Like I don't think so. I don't think that, but I don't think he was trying to communicate that way. I think mm -hmm. that he was very clear in what he said. Even though he said it, even though it's messed up to say his actions, his his wrongdoing, he feels changed his wife and made her. Mm -hmm. um, you know, a refined version of herself. And challenges right. do come and sharpen you. Um, when, you when you're in a, in a marriage or relationship with somebody, you know, it's not so much about, um, you know, how many bad times you guys have or how many values you have. It's about mm -hmm. how you come out of those things. Right. How do you work through those situations? And that's what makes relationships last and work. You're going to have problems. And there are going to be moments where you probably want to completely break. But that bond, you know, and, and stuff like that, that relationship grows through hard times. Like some relationships fold mm. due to cheating. Some relationships fold due to the loss of a baby. Some relationships fold due to a miscarriage or yeah. sickness or loss of job. Like there's, there are different challenges that come with tying yourself to another person. And if, you know, you grow out of it, um, you know, then there was something to gain. And so I think that's what he was trying to convey is that, you know, yeah, it's messed up that I cheated on my, on my wife, but me cheating on her, that storm that we went through made her a better person. And being able to acknowledge that in her is, is really dope. So the people who will take that and see it as like a blanket statement saying, okay, cheating is fine. Like you can go from this. Like that's bullshit. It's not an excuse right. to go out and hurt people, mm -hmm. to uh, break your vows and you can break your commitment to your partner if you are committed to a monogamous relationship. Um, but I understood what he was saying. Anybody who takes it for anything else, you just have to go watch them because they were going to cheat anyway. They just ain't shit people. Right. And I think that's what um, that's what Tammy wanted to clarify too because she was very vocal about when he said that. Um, I don't know. I think it's just because it's Waka. Um, people are looking at this like, uh-uh, boy, you just trying to sit there and justify what you did. But he didn't justify. He said it was fucked up. So... How do you try to justify it? He gave a preface. Like, it was messed up. Mm -hmm. But, you know. Well, you know, the people don't believe what they want to believe. Did you find out where, where, uh, where their show was on? 
It's on Wii. It's on Wii TV. Oh, oh God. Okay, Wii TV. All right. Shit, I thought it'll be on like Zeus or something. Yeah. So that's that's basically. I I wanted to start that conversation because I felt it was like a really interesting like relationship type of topic. Um. But anyway. Let's move on. I feel like we're flying through these topics today, but you know, this is what it is. It's not really much like I feel like being that there's not a lot of topics, like there's not a lot of heavy topics because of the situation that's been going on. No one is really like interacting with people really. So everything is all at home, if you know what I mean. Like all the situations. You know what I'm saying? Like even with this next topic that we're gonna talk about, which is which is the uh keeping up with the Kardashian brawl. <laughs> what what is it, Kim versus Courtney? Did you see that? Mm-hmm. I saw it. I've been watching them fight all week. It's I'm watching them fight, watching people talk about it, child, watching the foundation on the wall. Now <laughs> let's just reflect on it though. Like I, I think that um first of all, I don't condone violence at all, but you know shit happens, especially when it comes to people in the family and stuff like that. And Courtney and Kim particularly, like, I think it was, like, last year. That's when they really got into this big – they got into a real big argument where um, – and that was, like, another, like, viral moment when uh, Kim and Kim and Courtney was going at it. And they kind of was, like, all teaming up on Courtney and stuff like that. So I think this all manifested into them, like, potentially fighting because they basically had animosity for each other for a long time. And now after um, – after everything came out or whatever, after the episode came out, Courtney uh, made a statement saying that she, you know, she has a job and that's basically essentially like taking care of her kids. And she wants to focus more on that and her brand push and, and finding herself. I'm paraphrasing what she said. Um, and it kind of like alluded to her potentially leaving the show and saying that, hey, I know like, you know, and I feel like we talked about this before and I didn't want to burn steam. So that's why I'm trying to get that back. Um, essentially how Courtney wants to leave the show because she feels like it's all about like, she feels like I don't matter because I don't do nothing. Like I don't have a brand or big, I don't have a big brand. I don't have a makeup line or a clothing line or whatever, or I'm just like a stay at home type mom. And that's basically what she kind of portrays on the show. So I was just asking like, you know, that's a connection to like real life, like people with siblings and stuff like that, or even just regular family members. Like, it's just always this big comparison or you, you're not doing nothing or you don't matter, you know, amount. And I believe Courtney is the oldest. Yep. Yeah, Courtney is the oldest. Yeah. So it kind of like, you know, everything, all eyes is on you because you're the oldest. You were supposed to be the one that, that you know, is, 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 is doing something. But actually, Kim, for the longest, I thought Kim was the oldest because, you know, Kim is the one that started all this, if, you be, if, if we're being completely honest. Um, kind of. Kind of. But you know, kind of. I mean, it's just the attention factor, and like everybody's not built for mm-hmm. for that, you know. Yeah, and I think that for their particular family, it's it's it kind of built into their business. Like this is being exploitative and being exploited. It's part mm-hmm. of their business, and um, you know, Courtney's always been like she's had that. This this isn't something new, so it didn't really surprise me. Like Courtney's always felt like, um, you know, this that Kim does a lot of stuff that just for attention. Um, and Courtney's always had an issue with it. Like she's yeah. just, that's just not who she is and her personality. And, um, she's a mom. She just wants to be a good mom. Right. A healthy family. Um, so I don't know. 
I don't care if Courtney's on the show. I don't watch the show like that anymore. Yeah. Like, I, don't, I don't feel a need to keep up with the Kardashians because, I mean, they're just not that. They don't, motiv- they, they don't motivate <laughs> me in any way. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, there's no, I don't watch them and be like, damn, I used to do X, Y. I don't get any of that from them. I just yeah. feel like, oh, wow. They know how to hoard and flip money. Not hoard um, and flip money. <laughs> yeah. And how to appropriate culture. How to culture mm-hmm. appropriate. Um, yeah. So, uh, good luck to Courtney. You know, I hope that she finds her peace. I think she'll probably be more peaceful off of the show. Yeah. And, and, but she rocked Kim's Bob. She, yeah. <laughs> she said, don't Lord. you ever. No, when they got now, at first the first episode, I was like, "Oh, Kim got that. Kim got that." She would smack her a couple of times. I'm like, "This is the third time. What are you doing, Courtney?" And then the next episode, when we see Courtney actually fight back, and her found that foundation was on that damn wall. I was like, "Damn, what's going on?" And you know, Chloe in the, on the side line talking about, "Oh, they, these hoes ain't really gonna fight, girl." They got to now, look fight. at you. Wiping, wiping people's face off your wall. Yeah, I was like, oh my goodness. Like, mm. No. Did you see Drita, the the mob wife Drita's commentary? That you yes, I, I was watching that all day. <laughs> she was. Like, I was cracking up. She got in the ass. That shit see, Courtney's a day. kicker. That's, that's what she did. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yo. <laughs> oh my God. It's just, mm. it, was, it was more comical. Like, yeah. Kendall was like, let me get out of here before she beats my yeah, ass. Kendall ass. was like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm getting out of here. Because this, this is, is the not... ghetto. <laughs> not the ghetto. <laughs> <laughs> this is the ghetto. Mm-hmm. I can't. Um, so, yeah, the Kartrashians were being Kartrashi. They and... were being in, in their Kartrashi yeah. form. Um, I mean, this kind of reminded me of the whole thing when uh, I think Courtney, or not Courtney, Chloe, like closed the door on Kim and, and she was hitting mm-hmm. her with her bag and stuff like that. Like, eh, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's stupid. Like, they always. They always try to find like little clickbait type of situations. They reminded us that they were white women with this fight. Yeah, because honey, Mm -hmm. them hands. (laughs) Girl, they they probably gonna need a security. It's just so embarrassing. Like to be Uh a kid, like to be a child in that family, Mm -hmm. like to grow up and be like, oh wow, y'all are really y'all are some embarrassing ass hoes. Like, (laughs) like that would be like. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Listen, there's a reason the ultra-wealthy have been investing in fine wine for centuries. Historically stable returns and a lack of volatility make it stand out compared to traditional assets, especially during a downturn. But now you can invest alongside with them with Vint. Vint is an SEC-qualified investment platform that offers shares of the most sought-after wines in the world. So join the thousands of investors diversifying with fine wine and spirits. Learn more at VINT.co. For full investment disclosure information and more, visit VINT.co. My mom, my mom's an embarrassment. Right. Like everything about this is just. Or oh, I don't think my girl just like them. Shit. I would hope not. The apple don't fall. I'm really banking. We're really, we're really banking on Dream because she's the only. That's she's Black China Child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's because Black China. Well, mm-hmm. she's the only Black Kardashian, technically. Well, I mean, I love Black China, but like, girl. 
She ain't, she ain't no different for them, child. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, her her white aunts hate her black ass mom. Yep. Like, but yeah. they, but those same aunts have like done everything they can to be black women, like to try to emulate black women. Oh my God, yes. So I, I wouldn't say Courtney that. Yeah, Courtney. Yeah, she's she's probably the only. That don't mean she ain't racist though, Gerald, but that's just, that's another story. Yeah, she be, she's like, that's just not for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, we'll see what happens. The next generation. That's what I feel like's gonna happen. Kardashian, next generation. But that's kinda like what we were we were talking about, like, um I was trying to connect that situation with them fighting to like, you know, situations with siblings and we kinda were talking about it mm-hmm. brainstorming before we started recording. Like, is there some type of comparison or is there type of hierarchy when it comes to, like, different siblings? Because I know you have a lot of siblings. Sibling, like, sibling, sibling rivalries and stuff yeah. like that. Well, yeah. I'm not going to hold you. Me and my, my I'm the eldest of seven. Mm-hmm. And um, me and my brothers um, have gotten into it before. Uh, one brother in particular, we probably had, like, a Kim and Courtney moment. But it was a little oh, different because you ain't going to put your hands on me Ooh. and not get laid out. That's just That's just the law. And I think because I'm so much older than them, there there still has um, it's been instituted a type of level of respect. Um, so, um, when I look at them, I just see Courtney as the one that that now because of like the status that her other sisters have, like their high profile relationships and the endorsements they get, and how they how they try to make their money. Now even her like our baby sisters. Like, mm-hmm. A billionaire, and we have one that's not like Courtney doesn't really fit in in that space with them anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. So she probably just feels like the black sheep, even though Chloe said she liked the black sheep because she didn't feel like she looked like them or whatever. But I think that's what Courtney is with it right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, it just comes to a point where you have to do what's best for you. Like, yeah, all of my siblings are grown now, and I found mm-hmm. out that my one of my brothers uh, battled with that in high school thinking, you know, in his head that everything he was doing was being compared to me. And, yeah. Um, and sometimes family adding, members, like the aunts, and, 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 and definitely, I wouldn't say in the immediate family, but definitely, like, people outside of the family looking in, definitely implement mm-hmm. those type of comparisons and those type of, oh, right. oh this, my child, this child doing it. this. What's your child doing? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I definitely, and that comes with it, and I felt that way. I felt that way with some of my cousins. So, like, mm-hmm. um, as far as like, okay, well, this one's doing this, this, and I'm not doing enough, or mm-hmm. you know, X, Y, and Z. Um, so I get it. That's just part of being a human being sometimes. But you're, you're, you really don't find out how happy you are until you realize you're not competing with anybody except your old self. Mm-hmm. And I had to let my brother know that too. Like, you don't have to worry about ever competing with me because I'm cheering for you. You know, what I mean? right. I'm always gonna be rooting. For you and that's what I tell my, that's what I tell my cousin too, because it's like it's, it seemed like her, like her folks. Would sit there and be like, "Oh, what, 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 what? Nicholas, he's he's in college, or he's doing this, and he, what are you doing? You know, it's just always that constant comparison. I'm just like, this is why like cousins beef and there's fights that break out and stuff like that. It happened a generation ago with my mom and her cousins, like and my cousins' moms. It was it was a it's a whole lot of toxic energy. Like that's really toxic when it comes. That's why I don't really like being with my immediate with my family that much because those type of things kind of flare up, like. You know, just because, and yeah. Well, you could be the one to help break that generational curse by, oh, of course, by just even having the conversation and deciding with your cousins that that's not what you want mm-hmm. um, for y'all's future and moving forward with your family. Like, 
Um, I think that's also important, like communication, like watching that fight that they had. It was like they have poor communication with each other. Like, yeah. They break, they shut down on each other and they don't listen. Mm-hmm. Um, they're very judgmental. And I think that just that adds to the toxicity. Of course, they do this stuff for ratings. Cause, I mean, it's mm-hmm. shows. I really think that a lot of stuff they do is simply for attention. And I think that's what pisses Courtney off. It's like, I don't want to do it for attention. Like, this yeah, because she even made like, like, claims that, oh, we were, we were talking before the film crew came. We were all good. And then after that, like things just like, you know, you know, people, people change in the camera, you know. And I think that I, I don't think that she's wrong. The Kim that that she's that she grew up with is probably different than the Kim that she's filming with, and I think you know that's 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 an issue within. And I feel like you know if that's if you feel like you have to leave that environment, then I don't blame her. To be honest, exactly. Yeah. So, but Courtney's always felt like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm Team Courtney. Um, I think she deserves to be happy after mm-hmm. all this craziness. Like. Compared to all the stuff that her other siblings have gone, uh, the drama that her siblings have mm-hmm. gone through publicly, I feel like Courtney is the one that's kind of like kind of kept it, you know, at least close to normal. Mm-hmm. And she always says it's for the sake of her kids because she doesn't want her kids to be raised in a circus. So, yeah. Um, and I appreciate that for her. I applaud that. Yeah. And that's, and that's, and that's on period. <laughs> um, let's switch gears a little bit. I want to talk mm-hmm. about Meg. I want to talk about Meg Thee Stallion. Yes, Meg, the princess yes, of rap. The princess of rap. Okay, princess of rap. Now she addressed claims that she has been liking like negative comments towards Cardi on mm-hmm. YouTube. Now, if okay. you look at her, which song was that? Could have been her bitch song, or yeah, probably was her bitch video. Um, there were. Nasty comments about Cardi, criticizing Cardi, and there were like you could see that the the account liked the comments. Okay. Um, what happened so was, what? yeah, I mean, even if it was Meg, you know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like I would be with it, whatever. I'm with whatever. But the thing about it is, though, Meg came out on Twitter to address that and saying that, hey, that wasn't me. I don't, I don't manage my YouTube account. My label does, which is 1501 Certified Entertainment. And they're trying to essentially start a fake beef. And for those who don't know, Meg's label, you know, is she's with them, but like she does stuff with uh, Rock Nation, I believe, right? She's managed by Rock Nation. She's managed by Rock Nation. But if you even look into, because the Impressive Channel had this this, uh, theory that um, 1501 Certified Entertainment is affiliated with Atlantic Records in some way. So it's, it makes sense that she's trying that they're trying to start beef between her and Cardi because Cardi would look at that and take the bait. Probably what happened last time. You get what I'm saying? Um, well, Cardi's already throwing shots. If you listen to like her new music, but we're just trying to figure out who you throwing shots at because nobody cares. Like, and what music? Literally, like all the new girls. She dropped that um, dropped a clip on Twitter. Oh, um, her dropping music in the club. Oh, we never release? heard it. Right. We got coronavirus instead. Okay. Um, which is just is doing numbers, a major hit. Yes, um, her single really did it. <laughs> wow, just her mind. Money off of it. <laughs> um, but yeah, like we'll see. I won't sweat on the music. I, I actually, to be honest, people say it's, it's the most anticipated sophomore album. But I, I really, I mean, I'm okay on Cardi now. Like, 
it's died down so much to where it's like I'm really not looking for new music from her. I would I want to see her acting. She's been doing it so well. Yeah, she like, could do a little. She could do a little Netflix show or a Netflix movie or something like that where she playing somebody aunt or something. You know. Aunt. I just wanted to see her do the um no there was talk about her like the whole Fran Drescher thing like her like Cardi playing her like niece oh, or daughter no. or some shit Fran like, was a little bit more classier than that Cardi can be classy I think I, I look at Cardi as a character so I think it'd be interesting to see her in, you in just want her I like watching industry. <laughs> no I mean I don't care I don't care whether she's in the music industry or not I'm just saying I'm not anticipating the music for yeah like, I, I'm and, okay. and, and personally I feel like in well, I could be wrong or I could be right about this. And I don't think her new shit is going to pop because this just the snippets that I've heard on Twitter. I was like, eh, like it's not giving yikes. me an invasion of privacy vibes. Not yikes. Um, <laughs> it just it just isn't giving it to me. It's, it's not getting it's it's not like, you know, let the let the other girls, you either major money girl, you know, be this one hit wonder and just like do other stuff, you know, marketing and stuff, you know, you know get ahead of this. Because I don't see a future in her with music because she already doesn't really care about music. She doesn't care about writing. So, you know, art being an artist is not your thing. You know, let... Cause she I, wanted I, the money. And she told y'all. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, she's always been honest about what she wanted. She wanted to get to the bag. And this is the vehicle that she used. And, and there's even talk... Her that allowed, they, used, they used her to make more money. Yeah. And she was okay with that. She said, we're like, million dollar deal? Where's my pen? But I'm signing because that's what she wants. She right. Wants and there's like this because you know we were gonna have Nick on, but he couldn't make it. He just texted me he had an exam or whatever. But he put me on game to her potentially beefing with her own label right now because she there's documents Obadoja. that claim not over Doja. This is beyond that. There's documents that claim that she did a 360 deal and she's trying to get out of it. Oh, mm-hmm. I mean that's what happens when you want the money. And it makes sense because she's doing all these other business ventures. She's got the Fashion Nova line. Um, she, she's she's um, doing that Netflix show, Rhythm and Flow. She's doing other things. She's in movies. She did that, well, in a movie with uh, the one with Jennifer Lopez. Hustlers. Hustlers. Um, so it does make sense that she's not, like, she probably did not profit off this album like she wanted to profit, but she's really profiting off of other things. Um, girl. Not you TLC'd yourself. <laughs> wow! Child. Look at her now. Mm. Oh but anyway, the Paris to Megan. Anyway, right, <laughs> right. That's wild, dumb. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Anyway, back to back to Meg. She's gonna mm-hmm. be fine. Like, I, I, like when stuff happens or comes up with Megan, mm-hmm. she, the way she handles herself. Yeah. Like, she she doesn't make fans worried because. If this was happening like the Cardi, or if this was happening like somebody else, you'd be nervous as hell. But mm-hmm. Meg, she always gets out front. She's such, she's so personable and she's just so real. And I, I appreciate that. Yeah. So I'll be cheering for Meg. Kudos to Meg, and I hope that her endeavors. And I love this. I love that Sugar album. Like I listen to Do Ain't you? Equal. I listen to Ain't Equal yes. every day because I had to let these hoes know, like, bitch, we ain't equal. Like, come on. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, been, I've been listening to the album every day, too. And mm-hmm. um, I like hitting my phone. Mm-hmm. I like um, I like crying in the car. That's one of my favorites right now. That's the, like, 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. You know, for centuries, the ultra-wealthy have been putting their money where their mouths are by investing in fine wine. And now, with Vint, you can do that too. At Vint, we offer SEC-qualified investment opportunities of fine wine and spirits curated by our experts with portfolio managers. With Vint, you can invest and diversify into the most sought-after assets that have a history of price appreciation. Learn more at VINT.co. For full investment disclosure information and more, visit VINT.co. Oh, and what I need, which is the last song on the album, like, I don't know, I like the whole thing. I'm getting into Rich. Oh. Um, yeah. So I listen to that. I listen to at least one or two songs off the album every right. day. And then with, like, Savage, that's, like, one of her, like, her smash hit. I think she's, she's, she's definitely, she's definitely, that's definitely charting. I don't know where she's charting at, but it is pretty, um. It just topped, it went, uh, top 20. Oh, hello. Billboard. Thank you. Thank it's her you. second, her second non-album that's mm-hmm. placed on the Hot 100, uh, which is history for female rappers. So this was an EP. And this was an EP. Uh huh. Okay. Um. Yeah. So it's gonna be good. Like I'm, I'm excited to see what's, what's gonna happen for her mm-hmm. next. Keep doing her thing, doing your thing, and with that whole situation, labels are starting to get real. Like people are really starting to see like the truth behind them. And I think a lot of people are going to start being independent soon, which is good. But it's also like it's being independent is not. And I could just say from a perspective of like, you know, because this podcast is independent, you know, I don't have like a like nothing backing me for like promotions and stuff like that. It is a lot harder, but you are in total control of your work, I guess. Essentially, that's this, that's what we want. But, you know labels when it comes to the music industry they're definitely looking they're looking a lot of people are looking down upon them and there's a lot of people that's coming up independently do you see that no as an artist because i know you're an actual artist i I mean yeah it's it's more creative control Mm -hmm. i don't think people we've seen so many or heard so many stories about artists who sign their lives to these major labels Mm -hmm. who end up getting screwed in the end when they die it's always a mystery like why you know their albums peak at number one it's like first of all when people say that you actually sell your soul to this industry what they don't tell you is that these contracts come with life insurance policies Mm -hmm. and when you when you have signed a contract and you've made yourself an asset to these people they're they are alive it's in your contract that they can make money off of you while you're alive and while you're dead what that means is they insure you just like they insure these buildings. Mm-hmm. They insure you as well. So as soon as you hit the bucket, mm-hmm. your stock goes up and they're going to make whatever money they invested on you back, maybe sometimes times 10. So mm-hmm. it's a really tricky game to play. It sounds, I know that sounds crass and maybe sounds a little dark, but it's a real thing. And that's why a lot like, of people a, are not fucking with that uh, Whitney Houston hologram thing. Child, I don't know. I mean, and I'm a, I'm a nippy stand. I, some things just go a little too far. Mm-hmm. You know, when my, the whole Michael Jackson hologram was like, oh, that, that fits Michael Jackson's brand. Like, I can see Michael Jackson being a hologram and, you know, having live shows in Vegas. Mm-hmm. You know, because that's, you know, part of the imagination thing. But yeah. other real artists, I mean, I won't say these are real artists, I'm saying for 
people like Whitney, like let her rest in peace. Like let her rest in peace. Yeah, she looked like looked up like Holly Berry. That did not look like Whitney Houston. Right? How y'all got a hologram of Whitney Houston in person? Just just get a Whitney Houston in person. Shit. Mm. For real. I mean, hello. I don't know, man. This this music industry. Music has just changed too. I, like I said before, I think I'm just getting old. But music is just not what it used to be. Like, um, and I don't. And, it, and it's certain stuff that you think is gonna like really pop, but it really didn't pop. Like you know, sorry, Dia Lupa, uh, Miss Dula Peep, honey, her future nostalgia album. I loved it, but uh, yeah, James is in love with this Dua Lipa album as well. Oh my, I love it. Like I love, love, love. Um. Definitely the singles are better than the regular music. Like, I listen to the singles more than the regular songs. But there's also, like, a couple of songs like Cool that I listen to every day. Uh, Hallucinate is a good one. Um, her album, her song that, like, the Future Nostalgia song was good. Uh, physical, all like, it, oh, my God, I just love this album. I just hated how it all went down. Like, they, they literally leaked her album. And I think that has something to do with her poor sales. Cool. Just, yeah, they, they leaked her album. She she was forced to put it out. Like that she wasn't supposed to put it out now. And it went really well. It did good for her. Mm, I mean It did. It didn't flop. Her album didn't flop. It didn't flop, no, but I'm just saying, like, you know, the pure sales, it was like I think it was like sixty six thousand. That's kinda like that's like average. But usually, music that's good never really does does well like that. Like it never never does well in sales just yet. It usually takes time for people to like get to know it because people still listen to the same music they're listening to, you know, for the past couple months. You get what I'm saying? Mm. I don't know. Mm. That's my little take on music, child. That's what you know. As long as I've been listening to it and seeing mm. it, like you know, charts kind of don't really matter. It's kind of irrelevant at this point. It's just it. it just, <laughs> Shit. I won't say, I won't say that. Uh, I say, um, well, look, I mean, well, I mean, people are literally getting, people are literally like the charts. Like, if you're talking about the, the Billboard charts, like I just don't credit them anymore because I feel like stuff that's charting. I'm just like, uh, does it really need? Like, is it really like, is it really giving that? Like, because there's certain stuff that I see on there, I'm like, uh, what is that? I never heard of this. What is it doing in in the top ten? You get what I'm saying though. Like, there's certain songs I just don't see why it's there. I don't, know. Yeah. I don't know. It's like an industry, right? I mean, it's just like any other sales industry. Mm-hmm. You know where you're charting, you know where, you're, where you stand, and you know what, what work is selling and what's not selling. Right. That's on that's on thing the charts support to let you know what's selling and what's not. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Well, let's move on because I feel like we. It was doing good. Yeah, I love I'm happy for her. She also has a talk back on like. Spotify that talks about each of her like songs and what she was thinking about making it. Um, it was cute. It's cute. Shout out to Spotify. Um, but anyway, we did. I did bring up Holly Berry briefly because the hologram, the Whitney Houston hologram, kind of resemble mm-hmm. her. But speaking of mm-hmm. Holly Berry, um, she claps back at critics who were coming for her son in heels. Now apparently, she shared this video of her son wearing her one of her stilettos or whatever, walking upstairs and walking around and stuff like that. And people in the comments, like one person even said, like, oh, um, you know, this is how it starts, insinuating that the child may be gay or uh, trans or whatever, stuff like that. Like we all get like people were just were coming after her in the comments. And she she also made a reply and was like, child, 
I, I like you know she was she was downplaying it, but like I I just feel like, um, it gets to the point now where like I just I get I get real tired of people on social media. That's why I really want to get into this dog talk uh, topic when we get to it because it will be in junction to that really. Um, just people on the internet just spewing their type of hate. Like, like let's be real. You ain't never put on your mom's wig or you never put on your mom's heels before. That don't particularly mean that you're going to be like trans or anything like that, but it just was fun. And, you know, we're in this new age now where people are posting it on social media. So it's like a thing now. So it's like, why is it? I don't, I just don't. I, did you hear about this? Um, yeah, I saw the video. Um, mm-hmm. I actually pulled it up. I'm watching it right now with him trying to walk upstairs and his yeah. fucking boots. You know, but I think that it's really so much about about ignorance. Like, this is a six year old baby who mm-hmm. was trying to put on these, trying to figure out how his mom walks in these fucking skinny ass things. Like, mm-hmm. I get it, and it's cute. Um, as far as the whole sexuality thing, I think people jump to that because they still people still haven't don't have a real understanding majority about um, gender versus sexuality and mm-hmm. their expression. And so they say this is how it starts: what him putting on his mom's heel and feeling comfortable in heels. Um, would somehow lead him to be comfortable in other feminine attire or to experiment later. And, you know, that can turn into him experimenting sexually with other... So, I mean, I get I get why people would say that, but I also don't understand why it's any of your business. Like That's what I'm saying. But, I mean, but when you're a celebrity and you put stuff like this on social media platforms, you open up the public to comment on these things. Yeah. So, I don't even, as far as clapping back, like, this is what you wanted. You know the world is cruel. You know the world is full of ignorant mm-hmm. people. They're gonna say what they're gonna say based on their own small. But there seems to be some kind of influx of that though. Like before, I mean, yeah, people used to say stuff. You know, there's there's, Mm. these group people that'll say something. There's always a group that's not gonna like what you're gonna post. But like, Mm -hmm. there's an influx of this ignorance that is really like you know multiplying. And I'm not saying like you know we need a band together and like you know stop people's freedom of speech. But like, damn, like this is how y'all really feel. This is how y'all really are. Yeah, that's how they really are. And when people show you who they are, you believe them. I think that's mm-hmm. the era we live in now. We, we think about who our leaders are and, and how we value people who are unabashedly, unapologetic mm-hmm. about their opinions and their perspective. And some people are shiftless. You know, that means they don't move. This is what I think. No matter what information you present them, no matter what experience they have, they're stuck in their ways. Mm-hmm. And you just have to let them be. And I think that social media has opened up the door for people to just be reckless and to be shiftless. Um, without having real conversations, just spewing their mm-hmm. own opinions, whether they're informed or not, uh, all of the internet for the world to see, and you know, we just have to deal with deal with that. Um, wow. How we allow these things to stick to us, um, you know, is different. And I think that Hallie clapping back, I wouldn't even have given them a response. And mm-hmm. I know that I have a smart ass mouth. One thing I know, I wouldn't play about it with my kids. Like my family, that ain't that's not not happening. That's right, right, People right. Won't even, once I have kids, you're not gonna know what my kids look like until they until they in first grade. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and and that's what it's gonna cause people to do is like, oh, and I feel like I can't post no more because it's gonna get like backlash. And this is really affecting like people that are public figures mm-hmm. because don't nobody care. Like if we post something like that, or if we have like a cousin or or a family member, you know what I'm saying? Oh, you'd be surprised, child. I mean, everything affects different people differently. Mm-hmm. I think that when you're a celebrity, it's on a larger scale because you have more eyes watching. Yeah. But it would matter. It's happened before. People that are that are not non celebrities can post something about their child, and you'll watch. They'll, there'll be people who are even friends with them. Mm-hmm. Somebody done shared it with a little commentary or their 
they're quoting it on Twitter and you asking right for opinions that, yeah. and yep. thoughts like, mm-hmm. what are y'all's thoughts on this? And I'm like, why do y'all do that? Why do y'all go to people's private pages, share their stuff and ask other people what their thoughts are? Like, it really fucking matters. Uh, and know, like, you're encouraging, you're inviting negative, um, negative energy to somebody else's space. Not a whole segment. And, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't <laughs> like that. Um, I deal with that on, well, I deal with that sometimes on my page and I, I, I'm so glad that I've curated a following that uplifts me, that respects me, and even mm-hmm. they like they know what my limits are. Um, I don't mind a challenge, but I'm very, very forthcoming. Listen, don't invite negativity to my page because it'll exactly. get you and then cussed out. And but I'm not gonna block you because you, I'm gonna let you watch me shine. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm gonna air you. I'm gonna air this bitch out. Oh, okay. but anyway, period. Huh? Period. Let's get, let's get it, let's get into Speaking it. Speaking of airing it out. <laughs> oh. Wait, where are you going with this? <laughs> I'm looking at, I'm like, speaking of airing it out, I'm looking at this Real Housewives. Oh, um, yes, Real Housewives of Atlanta. So let me just, let's get, let's, first of all, let's get into it before we get into the commentary on the show. Did you watch the episode? The one from last night? Yeah. I did not get a chance to watch. You know, I, only, I watch them on Mondays. I don't okay. watch them on, on Sundays. Okay. What happened? Tell me. Oh, so let me tell you what happened, child. It wasn't really much. It was just, um... They were going to Portia was having an event, um, talking about like um, pre- her pre- her experience with pregnancy and stuff like that. And they all had like a little powwow of their experiences and stuff. Nene brought the exclusive that Mark was um, potentially cheating during the the uh, the duration of this marriage. <laughs> yeah, I was like really surprised. I'm like, but you know what? Nene don't owe Kenya no type of loyalty, so you know that's 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 all sport and shade. Um, that's something that came up. Um, I think Cynthia and Nini talked about the whole situation. Like when they, when her and Candy tried to reenact her and Kenya, like, cause Nini really did feel like, I'm like, girl, was you trying to play me? Like we just got back on like good speaking terms. And Cynthia was like, Oh no, no, no. I wasn't trying to play you girl. I was going to get your best essence. I'm like, girl, bye. That, that whole idea was stupid. Um, another thing that was interesting was Candy, and me and my mom, we kind of went back and forth with this topic. Candy is essentially like just she's this this her storyline in this episode was you're doing too much. Like you're going out and, and, and you know, Ace was crying and, and Todd was kind of complaining that she's like doing too much and going out places and stuff like that. And we get that you're trying to get your bag and stuff like that. But like you have a family, too, and you're actually growing your family and you're still going out and not being there. And she said in her confessional, I feel like I suck as a parent. I don't know. I kind of like was on her side because at the end of the day, like I get that you have kids and you and you're supposed to give your all to your kids, but like, you know, you got to work too. Like that's that's still a that's still a thing. Like and, I, and one thing that my mom told me is like when you have a child, it's not about you no more. That's when I don't I, I don't know. I I feel like if I had a child, I would definitely still be doing what I be doing. You know, nothing is going to change. Um, but I think that cer- certain kids are going to be upset about that. And I feel like I was always that child. Like, you know, if you have to go out for periods of time to make this money and bring it back home, like I will, uh, like I'll probably be mad about it now as a child, but when I get older, I understand. And I think that's how Riley kind of, cause I'm, I'm pretty, you get what I'm saying? Oh, what was that? You hear me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hear you. Yeah. Um, 
So I don't know. I just how do you feel about that? Do you feel like Candy? I don't think Candy sucks as a parent, but you know she could definitely be home a little bit more. But like at the end of the day, she has to make. She's a working. She's she is the breadwinner or the main breadwinner for their house, Mm -hmm. and you know just like you know I won't say role reversal. She's the one that gives more of the masculine energy. So Mm -hmm. I I always see Candy as the husband in her relationship, and I think that's what her mom was trying to like avoid. Like her mom's on war, like, you know, I think Todd is more of a house. Like, but, he gives me very much um, house husband, like. Yeah. Well, house husband, I mean, the house husband. But I don't think he likes that. Like, he, he's but, not liking that. I mean, but I think that people have to do what works best for them. And if that's the dynamic that works best for them, then they have to do that. And, um, you know, that's part of the sacrifice of being someone who, who's constantly trying to chase the bread and right. chase that bag. And I think that the second child, the second baby that she has, is well, not second, but this this is their third. Uh, well, this is their second child together, but it's second child together, but initially her third child. It's her third, yeah. Yeah. Um, or fourth if you count Todd's oldest daughter. But yeah, yeah I think that she might you know take a break. I know, but you know their family, you know, take a break yeah. and you know spend some time with with the baby, but. Candy's busy. Like mm-hmm. that's her lifestyle. That's her being busy and finding mm-hmm. opportunities to be creative and make money. And he knew that when he married her. And I think the kids, you know, grow to adjust the fact that their mom is is working. She's gonna be working. I definitely know Raleigh probably has. I mean, but she understands that yeah. the life that she's living is because your mom went out and was working and was grinding and was doing all this. Yeah. So exactly. You know, as a little child, like Ace is upset about it, but I do feel like he will understand. But it, ch- children are different. Either they'll understand once they get older, or they'll just grow up resenting you, which is what mm-hmm. you don't want. But that's why it's good to communicate with them and explain to them. Mm-hmm. I remember my mom used to say things to me, like would remind me of the stuff that. Well, I used to ask questions all the time. Like I used to ask her why she has to work so much. Like, why do you have to go to work every day? Mm-hmm. And she was like, "Do you like brushing your teeth?" Because everybody, I love, I love my bathroom. I think. I think my affinity for bad times started as a kid. Like, you like taking baths? Like, yeah, well, I have to pay for the water. And do you like eating food? Like, yes. Yeah. Like, well, I have to pay for the, the food. And I pay for the food because I have to go to work. Mm-hmm. And you like lights? I'm like, yeah, I like lights. You like living here? I was like, I love living here. I like my room, like my bed. And they said, it requires money. And in this country, you have to go, you have to go and, and bring the money back. So I was like, oh, okay. And once she explained to me that way, I was like, oh, okay, girl, well. Go make some more. Go make some more. Uh, right. Right. <laughs> like, go make some. Do your thing. Exactly. I support it. And you I don't want to get too movie. attached to your parents, too, because I feel like that could be crippling because, you know, your parents are, I mean, let's be real honest, guys. Your parents are not going to be there forever. And, right. you know, a lot of people don't know how to cope because they've been so dependent. Right. So, you know, I mean, if you got it and you're able to give your kids what they need, mm-hmm. and and mostly and most of the stuff that they want, then um, it's a blessing, you know. But that doesn't mean you can't teach them to go out and work for the stuff that they have, that they want as well. Now, people that was born into money, like if we we're we're gonna go back to the Kardashians, I guess with Kylie or whatever. Like, I mean, there's no excuse. There's there's certain instances instances like that where there's kind of no excuse. Like, you know, for you, you need to be like, you should be around your child a lot more because I mean, yeah, you got your company or whatever, but like, are you really like, you're really not doing, you You can do stuff remotely. I think with Candy, she, she, she started off like she's new money in a sense. And she feels like she has to, you know, con- like 
continuously like you know I have to feel like I have to make more because my best I was talking to my best friend about it the other day she was like well you know I feel like Candy's at a point where she, she like she doesn't need to make more she already has enough I'm like already enough what ain't ain't enough enough you know she she's trying to elevate I mean that's I ain't got a problem with that but that's my thoughts on the whole Candy storyline other than that um the girls have been getting into it honey um Eva and Nini so Nini came out in an interview saying that Eva should leave the show or Eva shouldn't come back because she doesn't bring nothing to the show. And I guess Eva essentially wasn't up, wasn't for that. So she sat there and, you know, ca- called her out on social media and they were going back and forth. Nini ended up making a whole diss track. <laughs> and I seen you was posting about it all week, uh, Derek. I was like, oh, my come on God. and come on and get this. Come on and come on and get this. I, mean, I love it. I'm with this. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm loving the shade. You know what I'm saying? Because you know we got a substitute for this reunion that we're about to have virtually. But I'm play this again. Not. I, I want to start my. I want to start my day. <laughs> Do you with see that me song? Shining, 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 gleaming, diamonds, diamonds. Nini is funny. Like she could take. Nini is that bitch. Like, like, and I love it. Yes. No. This, this definitely trumps twerk. Uh, what's, what's it called? Um. I don't know. The, the other girls don't have the other girls don't have music if you ask me. You know, can you gonna say some shade like oh I started this? Come on and get this. 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 Come on and get she need to make a video period like i hope so if she doesn't make a video like that that um can have it like going so. with the wind where you had all the other housewives on. <laughs> I, nah, I, I am fabulous. Like, <laughs> now I will say, I will say, going with the wind was funny. Like the the, the music video made that shit pop. But this this girl, she was actually rapping. I don't know what Kenny was doing. Um, but anyway, yes, that's what he happened. Gone with the wind. Oh, okay. You know these housewives love to make music, child. They love to do a crossover. <laughs> Cause you know Portia got a um. Uh, oh yeah, man! I was him one day. We were listening to all of the like, all of their music. Like, mm-hmm. um, what's the other girl from Atlanta? The one that played Janine on Tyler Perry. Oh my God, that used to be that um, uh, Demetria McKinney. Demetria, first of all, that used to be the intro to my first like YouTube channel. Like really? it was a, yes, because it was like that shit came in smooth. Like I was like, okay, I'm about to steal this shit. <laughs> Um, no, yes, that was a good, yeah, that was interesting. Like, these housewives, let me tell you something. They be, they be trying to, they be trying to do little crossovers. I like Portia's flatline, though. She could have actually did something, but I don't think she can, she never really continued with it. Well, that's because that live performance was crazy. Have you seen the live performance yeah, of that song? Yeah, she, yeah, she really Ooh, Lord. Good, girl. Nah, girl, we good. She needs, like, a little vocal coach or something. Because people can sing, it's just like they can't sing and dance. Like you have to master that. Like that's nothing. Just because you can sing doesn't mean that you can perform. Um, but you know, 
I think that Eva, because I actually watched, I actually watched Nini's live. I don't hate Nini. Mm-hmm. That's just one thing that I want to let you guys know. Because sometimes you know me and Derek will go back and forth. Because I'm like sometimes Team Kenya. I love Nini, and when she got on live, I kind of agreed. You know, I had to sit back and be like, you know what? I actually kind of agree with what she said about Eva because it's like, you know, I'm looking at Bravo like, what are we paying y'all for? You get pregnant every season and you sit there and we got you because you came from America's Next Top Model and you were this 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 person that was like, you know, rah, rah. But when you got here, you're just sitting down and just like not really doing much and you you throw shade. But then like, oh, I didn't mean like that. Like, or what? Right. Is this the Eva we would we we wanted? So 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 let me just um like line it up real quick. So Nini was on what? Watch what's happened live, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, the question was who deserves to be off the show for next season? Yeah. And Nini said Eva, Eva and Kenya, right? No, it would. She, she she would never say Kenya because she knows Kenya is Kenya's the money maker. No, she, first of all. Not Kenya's the moneymaker, but Kenya is like, she She even nah. said it herself. She said Kenya is, I will want somebody on that show too because yeah. she'll bring in like ratings yeah, and stuff. Yeah, Kenya, she's good for the show. But she's good for the show. She's not a good person. Um, but yeah, Eva's, Eva's story, she didn't really have a storyline this season. She was like just pregnant and uh-huh. um, throwing shade and then forgetting about it. Yeah. Like having amnesia. Um, and then... I think Eva went to Instagram and did like a challenge, right? Mm-hmm. Um, did like a a face challenge or some shit. Did you see that? Yeah, when it was like no makeup or something like that. No makeup, and like body. And then Nini posted a picture with no makeup. But she said, let's see that body. She did a body. Like it was going back and forth. Um, the diss track was going to come out anyway. I think mm-hmm. it had nothing to really do with just okay, the Eva no. thing. Nini had everybody in on Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know, for centuries, the ultra-wealthy have been putting their money where their mouths are by investing in fine wine. And now, with Vint, you can do that too. At Vint, we offer SEC-qualified investment opportunities of fine wine and spirits curated by our experts with portfolio managers. With Vint, you can invest and diversify into the most sought-after assets that have a history of price appreciation. Learn more at VINT.co. For full investment disclosure information and more, visit VINT.co. Yeah, um, and you know, Nini's been working on her lives and doing YouTube, um, making YouTube content recently. Right. And I think she, Nini, always just like she gets into her bag, and that's yeah. And and I love I love it when she's in that space where she's like, you just grind and pay these girls dust, pay them dust, um, okay. But yeah, I'm excited. Did you see? Did you catch the uh, the live of her and Kim Zolciak? I did. I was in and out. It was cool. Uh, you actually, you actually sent me the whole thing. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like their reconciliation. I, I just, uh, I don't know. They they get back and then they start fighting again. I'm like, girl. Yeah, but that's what friendships are like for real in real life. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes you fall out and then you get out together. But I think the story about why they reconcile it also adds a light as to like 
Nini's attempts to try to mend bridges. And it also sheds light on the situation with Kenya and that Kenya mm-hmm. just is refusing to let this go because Nini was actually in a sincere okay. place where she was trying to make up with these girls, not just the ones on camera, mm-hmm. but even the ones off camera. So, I mean, that let me know. I was like, oh, she was genuine about this. Like, she really, yeah, yeah. this really was a life-changing experience for her dealing with Greg. And she realized how short life was. But Kenya's really the type, in a better space. Kenya's the type, you're going to be for me, you're going to be forever. Like, that's just... Right, because she has nothing else going on. Yeah. And that's unfortunate. Well, she's and she's also like she also dealing with a divorce too. So it's like you that's know, her I, fault. I ain't got time to be reconciling with you hoes. I got a whole person that that you know left me or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So I'm feeling some type of way, and that's just you know she's allowed to feel like that. Um, she's not allowed to be disrespectful though. Um, but you know, Kenya, Kenya's just gonna be Kenya, and I just want Kenya to be Kenya on her own show. <laughs> you know she. Could you imagine Kenya on her own show? That is, that is like she a, produce it and she produce it. Don't she have her own production company? Stop Why she it! Stop it! Why does she not produce her own Life her on. own reality TV show? I mean, you didn't see Life Tours on. You didn't see it either. I seen this. I ain't gonna lie, I did see this. You saw it. You saw the you saw the screening on Real Housewives. I seen the screening on YouTube. That's what. Oh, <laughs> damn! If now see if Zeus was out, she could actually make some money. Probably, but girl, mm, girl, yeah, yeah, she need to. She's, she's like a, she. I don't know, Kenya. Kenya need to get together. I mean, her hair care thing is, is, is popping. So, it is, it is. Yeah, it is. It, no, it is, it is, it is. I don't know. I'm sure it is. Because usually with someone. I mean, you have a you have a following because you're on Real Housewives of Atlanta, so there are gonna you do have fans, so there are gonna buy Kenya Moore hair care, and there is a Sally's because she she does her stuff in Sally's, um, which is a it's a commercial like hair mm-hmm. hair shop place, so it's it's good for her. She's probably making money. Good for her. Yeah, you know. <laughs> like this, good 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 for her. Good for her. Now the reunion will be online. Well, not online, but it will be done virtually. And like a Zoom thing? Not a Zoom. <laughs> I mean, it's just gonna be a lot of talking over people. Like I, Nene, and then you said Nene might just like decline. She's she gonna turn off the damn thing. I gotta go back. I gotta go <laughs> decline. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, I think that we'll we'll see how this work. We'll see how this fans out. Cause I'm gonna watch it anyway. Cause you know I need that. I need a reunion. I was really pissed when they when they postponed it. But um. We'll just see. It's no. It's not gonna be no dragging. <laughs> dragging, buddy. No, no little tubes are dragging. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, hold on, hold on. Cut his mic off. <laughs> Who shall? But let's segue into the doll talk section. I feel like we we did enough with the um, topics and a little reality check. Um. And I made this topic because it was um, something that I was looking at. And, like, I love the shave room. This is about the shave room. I feel like the shave room should definitely address their followers sometimes or, you know, at all. Because I think that there was a couple of posts that were made that, you know, the comments. And I know they call themselves, like, the reckless, the reckless, um, the reckless roommates or whatever. But, like, the inflection of, like, and that's what we were talking about with the whole, um, What's her name? The situation with Holly Berry and her child, like people in the comments, like 
y'all really need to check y'all fi- listeners because it was this one post that they made because Lil Nas X had a little photo shoot or whatever, and mm-hmm. like they picked first of all they picked the worst. I wouldn't say the worst pictures. His, his photo shoot was cute. It just wasn't the one with the braids. The one with the braids and then the corset. Um, the corset. Yeah, I I've seen those pictures on Instagram before from another model from New York. I like I've seen that. I've seen. I mean, I've seen that style shoot before, so it didn't really move me in any way. Like it's not moving the ball forward. It's something we've already seen. It's not moving the ball forward. I thought it was cute. Like I thought it, I mean, it's it was cute, but it ain't nothing. It wasn't groundbreaking. I think it's because people like it's little Nas and he's mainstream. See the mainstream, and so people are impressed to see that. He's still he's able but to do I stuff accept, that like most yeah. of us already do. I yeah. don't know. I can accept comments like that, and that's what I did see. I, I mean, I think Bobby Light said something basic. like it was like kind of basic or whatever. I don't care right. if you think it's basic, but it was just like people saying, "Oh my god!" Like they were saying like stuff like like homophobic shit, like stuff mm. that's undertones of homophobia. And I think that um, the shade room definitely makes posts, and I think that a lot of people say this, they make they make posts and they'll be like, oh, thoughts, what's your thoughts, and stuff like that, and it incites this type of behavior, and they don't check their their following like they did in the past, because let's be completely honest, I said this multiple times back in 2017 when it was all on Cardi's ass, and there were barbs that would say negative things about or, or Cardi in the comments, and their comments would be deleted. My best friend will post stuff, will, will sit there and comment something, and then she, she said, they deleted my, my uh, comment. I'm like, hmm. They made statements. They made posts, you know, come coming at the barbs. Some, you know, not fully, but like you know, in a, in a way. But they don't keep that same energy with this. And I think this is the right time to be like, hey, y'all need to cool it down because this is this is this this platform is for everybody. You get what I'm saying? Can we be one too? Sorry, I had to put my little request in for your peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Uh-huh. Um, Ooh, I'm about to make one after this. <laughs> right. As far as like the like the whole check and followers thing, I, on a social media platform like the Shade Room, like even for our page, I feel like let the the audience is gonna put their opinions. Let these people have their opinions and their expressions and all that kind of Let them have it. I ain't gonna. Um, I'll be deleting comments though, because I'm like, uh, uh-uh, you ain't gonna say that on my shit. But that's the thing, like. That's what we put it out there for, to get different opinions and perspectives and whether they now this is for like for media outlets being objective. Right. You know, like let the people comment how they want to comment. Now if you have your own terms and conditions on how you want to operate on somebody else's platform, because let's be honest, you know, most of the stuff that we're on, it's not on your personal webpage, it's not on your website. This is on Instagram, this is on Facebook, this is on Twitter. They have their own community guidelines. Yeah. And they allow, you know, people to have freedom of speech and to say and you know how they want to. And if you can't handle the fact that you're putting stuff in a public sphere and people are made, you know, mm-hmm. say some really outrageous shit, then don't post it on there. Yeah. Um, I think it's now good. for me. Yeah. Now I know how I am on my now my own Facebook my yeah. Facebook page. Now, like I said earlier, we were talking about this. Like I'm I'm lucky that I've cultivated um, my own kind of like core community that mm-hmm. follows me that understands like how I am about my, my, in my, my cyberspace and they'll check you before I get a chance to check you. Like mm-hmm. I've seen it many times. Somebody posts some crazy under my post. Thank you. Um, like, relax. Right. And, <laughs> and, and, and the girls will get you together because once I see it, they know, I don't know how to stop. Like I'll, I'll read you from, from now until I'll make it a thing. Like I thought you got a little bar fan base or something. No, but the, the dollars don't play behind me because mm-hmm. I work really hard mm-hmm. and, um, those who know what I've what I've gone through to to get to any any space of happiness in my life, like they they do their best to protect that for mm-hmm. me, and I appreciate that. 
Um, but as far as like a media outlet, like let these people say what they're gonna say, child. The people you put that put it out there, the people gonna respond how they respond, and you just take it. I and, mean, but it looks like they're capitalize. allowing it though. Like it looks like, like hmm, well, well, I mean, what are they supposed to do? They're supposed to police these people. Who got time for that? Who has time for all of that? I would mm-hmm. respect if y'all, if y'all address it because it's clear as day. If you look at the comments right now, you're going to see mm-hmm. a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a okay. lot of it. I'm just like, it, it makes me to okay. the point where, and I, and I know I can be like, oh, you can just unfollow them, but I really do look up to the shade room and I do look like I've, I've followed them ever since they had like a hundred. But why are, you being, why are they being held accountable for what they're, um, huh? for what they're, it's like, it's like making them accountable for what their viewers are feeling or responding. Like, they didn't say it. They're not. Yeah, but it's injunction to you, views. so it's, it looks like that you're agreeing with it or that you are. I just found it weird that you're that you all are applying the same standards to media organizations that you're applying to like celebrity artists. Like these aren't like celebrities. These like media spaces. Mm-hmm. You come here for the mess. Like it's the shade room. Mm-hmm. You want the shade room to start deleting comments of people for being mean, disrespectful, messy. No, they have done you, it. They have done the, it. Yeah, but this is the shade room. Like this is what you came for. Like, this started out on Facebook as, like, a group for people to spill tea and to be shady and to be mm-hmm. mean and to be, like, that's what it's for. Like, that's what it's for. So if you're too sensitive and you can't take it, then maybe you shouldn't unfollow the shade room. But that's what the shade room is for. Mm. It is. I don't know. I, I still feel, and, and I'm not the only one that feels that. I've seen that I actually... Like, there's people that feel like they kind of incite it, too, because, you know, mm-hmm. the whole thing's like, oh, what's your thoughts on this? Or, mm-hmm. you know, the whole thing with Pastor Troy, mind you, he didn't even have more than, what, freaking 50K followers, and he made his little comments on Lil Nas, and they reposted it. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what made it got viral, made it get viral. Okay. You know, okay. so it seems like they it's incite so, that type of It's celebrity news. That's the business. Like A celebrity? Like, yeah, Pastor Troy's still a celebrity. Um, okay. or former former person of notoriety or whatever, but that's the that's the that's the game. That's the business. Like and if you with if you with your interest in becoming the next Wendy Williams, like we do the same stuff. We find stuff that we think that people that's gonna be interesting, that people mm-hmm. talk about, have conversations about, and we lead the conversation. So it's the same thing. We're all doing the same thing. We're doing the same thing. So even if this show, people listen to the show and they comment and disagree with what we said or they have their own opinions about some of the topics mm-hmm. like that's fine like that's what we have these conversations yeah and for. i don't care about the topics if you if, if i say freaking nini is is the worst person ever and you say oh no you're not no she's not she's actually the best or whatever mm-hmm. you say that in the comments i don't care about that i'm not going to delete your comment about that but it's when you attack the brand now like oh y'all 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 not credible or y'all this or y'all. oh no delete mm-hmm. oh delete erase oh, you- you better than me because I'm the one that's like, oh, I'm so sorry you feel that way. Thank you for following. You know where the exit is. Like, <laughs> let me guide you real quick. Because mm-hmm. um, everything isn't for everybody, right? And I think the more, like, the more stuff that we're dealing with, like this whole pandemic thing, like, it really got me assessing a lot of shit, especially on like in cyberspace. Mm-hmm. Like, everything isn't for everybody. 
the stuff that I see that kind of Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a world. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Puts me in a negative space. I'm like literally unfollowing it, muting it. Like, yeah. I don't have time for this in my universe at the moment. So, you know, I think that if people move like that, that'll be fine. You won't worry about what the shade room's saying. If you, unless you go in there for the mess. You go there for the mess, don't get surprised if it's messy. Oh, well, all right. Like, well, all right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I just... Mm. Maybe they'll address that. Maybe they won't. But the stuff like this wasn't really happening when Kyle was working for them. Well, mm. you can always follow the neighborhood talk. He has his own page, his yeah. own uh, yeah. thing now. Well, I follow them too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, follow his his uh, page too. Yeah. yeah. And I also didn't want to make this a dig towards a big, like you know, because I know in the wake of like your your guys's um, show about cancel culture, I don't want this to be like, mm-hmm. a, oh my god, let's cancel the shave room. No, still, you know, shave room is still the culture right now on Instagram. I would say on Instagram. Um, this but, is the Black TMV. Yeah, so I was I was still uplifted and shit. I might want to work for them, but yeah. I'm just saying, like you know. I don't know. I feel like this should. I, if I was working for them, I would. I would say like, let's try to let's let's kind of like address the the negative, like the little undertones of homophobia in the comments. Maybe not like like fully coming after them, but just like a post that just says, "Hey, we're not for that." You know, we're we're pro this. You get what I'm saying? But well, why do they have to do that? Ops. What make, make right, the going to change? Why? Because the gays are uncomfortable with the fact that there are homophobic people commenting on something. Like yeah, there are a homophobic lot of gay people, people. That's on the shade room that looks at the shade room and so what? Like there are a lot of straight people that look at the shade room too. There are a lot of that's I'm just what I'm saying. Like I get it. I'm and then, you know I'm an advocate too, but But like, they would never go on public- the shade room post offended though. Not a straight person. This is silence, what happened? Nothing. I'm just listening to you. I'm listening to you listen to yourself. What you mean? Well, man, good thing about what? Well, I mean, like, it's like I That's think. Well, I guess you have to decide what you allow, to, what you allow to, uh, how you allow things to affect you. Hmm. People on the shade room and comments, people that I don't know, making a comment about something homophobic does not bother me because I don't know you. I don't care about your opinion. You have no value. Like, we're not projecting it. I'm not. I'm not going to allow somebody else's opinion to stick to me, especially when they're not even talking to me directly. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so if you see somebody commenting and they expose what they think their opinion and you get offended because this is their, this person's opinion like that's crazy I don't even know you I don't care what you think about well, but now I can read your eyes out but, but it's, it's just I, the accumulation of it if it's a couple of people I don't give a fuck but it's like when you're scrolling down because sometimes people look at comments because the first thing you do when you look at something crazy on the shade room you look at the comments to get you know because people in the comments you know they're funny like they'll say things because mm-hmm. you know my best friend sent me something she was like oh my god girl look at the comments like that's basically what you do with the shade room post and then you'll look through i'll look through it i'm like damn oh my god and then you get offended by reality that's what it, that's what it, basically what you're saying is that you realize you come back to reality you realize that there are really hateful people in this world that we live in and um 
you know, it's sad and it does make you feel a certain type of way to yeah. realize like, yeah, this is the world we live in. I thought we got past this, but that's not, that's not a true. So I think this time people would be real with themselves. So mm-hmm. just be real about it. The world's right. for the assholes. And I guess the moral of this dog talk is to be unbothered. Yeah, be unbothered. Live longer. Mm-hmm. Don't stress out. But um, I don't. I don't treat them. The shade room is a is a media outlet. And trust was, me, I sleep well this was at a night. Person, right. If this was a person, <laughs> if it was like a celebrity, and they were trying to like, they don't want their brand to be affected by mm-hmm. outcries of blah 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 or controversy, then that's when they go in and do public, you know, PR control and yeah, only you know, when their brand about, is affected. By yeah, it. it affects the brand. Something like the Shade Room or TMZ or the Neighborhood Talk or... I mean, it could eventually, if more people start talking about it, maybe that was the plan of this whole subject matter. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) I get it, but I don't hold them to that standard. Your job is just to give me the mess. Like, give me the mess. I don't care what the people in your your comments are saying, because those are are people that come for the mess, too. And we all in here together. I don't care what you think about particular lifestyles, uh, because you're probably poor. So and that's real thing, yeah. So I mean, right, and I think that's that's where I'm at with it, like, right? But everybody, like I said, everybody, everybody's different. Everything is not for everybody. We're not all in the same space mentally, mm-hmm. uh, emotionally, socially. You just have to take people where they are, and it's really fucked up. But there are a lot of ancient people in the world who spew negativity about everything, everywhere, and that's, and a da- that's on a daily basis. And I understand yeah. that. Like I said, um, I, I sleep. I slept well that night. I, I wasn't like, oh my God, like I'm going to sleep mad about this. No. It's just something that just annoys me sometimes when I look through social media. Like sometimes I want to go to social media and not be annoyed. It's kind of hard to do that sometimes. You don't get what I mean? I get it. Yeah. But, you know, like I said, you know, we got to be, I guess we got we have to be unbothered. <laughs> Can't be. That's just my opinion. That's just my take on it. You can still have yours, like, that's crazy. Like, that's just how I. That's how I approach it. Right. Yeah. 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 Kim. Kim. What else about this dog talk I'm looking at? Oh, well, there was one other topic too. It was something mm-hmm. real. Like I wanted to talk about it last episode, but we didn't do it mm-hmm. last episode. Um. So basically, people are coming after Candy Burris for sport. Like they feel like they're spoiling her daughter Riley because if you don't know, Riley has an internship in New York. And Candy gave her a $66,000 apartment. Mm-hmm. Okay. And people felt that she was spoiling her daughter and that her daughter should work for everything that she gets. And, you know, essentially, you know, because um, I guess people that are talking about this, because I got this from a, like um, this person on Facebook was doing a com- his commentary on it. And I gather that these are parents that believe that, you know, they believe in throwing their kids out of the nest instead of like giving them everything that they that they never have because that kind of cripples them. Me personally, I don't really like, I think it's different strokes for different folks. I think that, you know, if it were me, if I was, if I had Candy's money, you know what I'm saying? And I had a child, I mean, I probably wouldn't give you a $66,000 apartment, but you know, you know, I'm not going to blame nobody else if, if they want to do that, you know, cause it's like I said, it's different. It's, it's the different dynamics. Um, I thought it was very interesting that people were like, like clowning not clowning her but like like coming after candy for that i'm like well it's kind of her money is nothing what you what you what you what you, you want to do 
Do you get what I'm saying? Like, I thought it was. What did you think about this? Um, people are way too concerned with other people do what they don't. Yeah, like I was like, um, <laughs> like Candy can afford it. I said people probably think it's outrageous because they can't afford to give their child that kind of that kind of um, luxury. Kind of, mm-hmm. And you know, it's Candy's daughter. She can afford it. Go for it. Go for it. Um, It'd be and one people, thing. Like, people felt like she was spoiling her daughter. Yeah. Y'all don't want to spoil y'all's kids. That's fine. And the thing about it um, is, though, y'all forget the fact that that um, I'm excuse me for cutting you off, but like the fact that Todd's daughter is going to be living there was living there too. They both were roommates. So it's not like just one person living in this $66,000 apartment. Who if it was, roommate? then who would? Huh? What? Say it again? Todd's daughter would be living there too. No, she wasn't. Todd's daughter was in New York, but she wasn't staying with Riley. Riley was that there was in the apartment episode. with... Raleigh was there and her... She has a... Not a nanny, but... Um, no, they... they She came when they, when they came to see the apartment. But Kayla didn't stay with... They didn't stay... Remember? I could have She said, because Candy was like, y'all in New York at the same time and y'all didn't hang out. Oh, like, no, okay. Didn't, like, that's I didn't, right, that's right, that's right. Yeah, they didn't hang out at all. I don't know why um, I had the imp- it was under the impression they both was living there, but apparently they're not. It was um, just, it was her and um, her nanny, or like mm-hmm. her, her, uh, that's the in the apartment. But I mean, like shit, Candy can afford it. So Candy can afford it, and and it's really, I mean, I think it's a lot of people that's trying to enforce what they would do with their children, or you know, it even get it even connects with you know just regular people that don't have the money that they have. Like you know, should you give your child everything that you didn't have? Do you feel like it's spoiling if you do it? Um, like I said, different strokes for different folks. I definitely feel like my parents gave me everything that they never had. I don't feel like I'm spoiled at all. Um, or I don't know. I can't speak on myself cause that's, that's bias. Right. But I do feel like, <laughs> <laughs> but I do feel like, you know, there's a difference. Like it would be one thing if this girl was just going there just to hang out and party all the time, but she's doing an internship. Okay. So, it, you know, she's doing something productive while she's in New York. So it's not, I don't think I would never say that she's being spoiled. I think that, you know, they just, they just got money. You wouldn't want, you know, if you got money, you, you used to live in a certain way, you know, you wouldn't want them living in no shack. Right. You know. So that's just my take on that. I think if you have it, then do it. And there, I mean, and even those who, who allow their kids to have certain luxuries, like there's still a way that you can teach them to to yeah have value in hard work and um, you know. Shit, college taught me that, child. <laughs> yeah, like you got to get your own stuff, get your own food, get your toilet paper, get all that on your own. <laughs> We helped for you. I had to get. I had worked two jobs last semester, and I was. I was. I, like my last fall semester, I worked two jobs, taking classes, and I was doing this podcast. So you know, this is this is someone that 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 I was giving everything that my parents didn't have. I you know, so it's like I said, different strokes. <laughs> and I think that's it for this dog talk section and it for this episode. Yeah. Um, hope you've enjoyed it. Um, unfortunately our guest calls couldn't be here, but that's fine. We're just going to keep this moving and we'll see you guys next week. Until next time, I'm your host, Aaron Green. I'm Prince Derek. Do- oh, wait, before we go, I have to let them know that the, um, season two premiere right, of right. Queer Millennials, the key dropped yesterday. Make sure you guys go to YouTube, follow Queer Millennial and, um, yeah, we'll have some, some updates for probably our next show about, 
this crazy ass debacle that went down with Milan Christopher and right. We are we'll some yes. Mm. Mm-hmm. We'll chat about that in the next the next show. Yes, this mm-hmm. will. Yeah, we'll actually have Milan on, but we'll. This will be a bonus Ooh. episode. Ooh. Yeah. Oh. So, yeah. You know, you know, good things is happening. Good things is happening, child. Yeah, twenty twenty ain't all bad. Twenty twenty isn't all bad, even though mm, every time I think about it, child, it makes my skin crawl. But <laughs> see you guys you next week. Make, I gotta make it through this week. Yes, yes, yes. Of course. Um, see you guys next week. Um, the uh, their episode will be in the description below or wherever you're listening to this podcast at. I got you. Um, it was a good. It was a good key. <laughs> um, but see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun with over eighty casino style games to choose from. You too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a world. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Listen, there's a reason the ultra-wealthy have been investing in fine wine for centuries. Historically stable returns and a lack of volatility make it stand out compared to traditional assets, especially during a downturn. But now you can invest alongside with them with Vint. Vint is an SEC-qualified investment platform that offers shares of the most sought-after wines in the world. So join the thousands of investors diversifying with fine wine and spirits. Learn more at VINT.co. For full investment disclosure information and more, visit VINT.co.